I just thought I'd do this filming this morning out here on my property. It's still nice and cool before the heat of the day decides to kick in. So I thought I'd come out and get a little bit of vitamin D. But I also thought that I might as well film while I'm here. So some of you follow me here on YouTube and obviously some of you follow me on my podcast and some of you follow me on Facebook and there's probably only a few of you, obviously my students, but also those that maybe follow me on Facebook that know as to what has happened over the last, well it's been seven months now. And I was tossing up as to, should I talk about this or is it relevant or is it going to affect the algorithm if I talk about something else? Because we all know that social media and everything else is also, you know, aligned with the algorithm and keywords and all that kind of stuff. And after talking to a few of my students, um, there was a spider on my foot. Um, talking to a few of my students and also talking to, to Chris who has been with me from the beginning of this journey I thought it might be a good idea to talk about what has happened over the last seven months or particularly what happened on May the 28th of 2023 um, so I'll talk about that so May 28th, something unfortunate happened. Um, I was up on my roof um, cleaning the gutters out with a blowback and long story short, basically I fell through the roof. I fell through my, my gable patio, um, through a piece of polycarbonate sheeting. Everything else is zinc, zinc alum, which is a metal. Um, and I've been doing that for, I don't even know, over 10 years. <clears throat> and it was just two crazy circumstances. I put my foot in the wrong position. And over the years, obviously, that polycarbonate sheeting deteriorated and it was like putting my foot through a bit of paper. And I was bending over at the time trying to clean out one of the downpipes. And... For whatever reason I put my foot on it and my foot went through and I literally went through forward through the polycarbonate sheeting and luckily for me I landed on a barbecue I landed on my side and as I landed I felt my leg um, tear I felt like a tearing sensation um, and then from there I literally tumbled off and fell onto the brick paving and that obviously changed my subsequent months quite drastically and you know, a lot of you have probably noticed that I haven't posted a lot of uh, new videos and we've been chopping up bits and pieces from a night with Anandi or some healing nights that we've had and um, putting them up on the YouTube channel 
just to maintain some flow. Um, long story short, I sort of shattered the lower leg and I needed surgery and a bone graft and cement and plates and screws and all that kind of stuff and um, also my ribs on my right side were uh, a tad sore um, but I was I was incredibly lucky and you know I've spoken to my students about this and about the process of it all and it was literally I don't know a week and a half later I was even though I really couldn't sit, I was back doing my webinars because my students are so important to me and their growth. And um, it, it's it's been one one interesting journey. But I I guess the reason that I wanted to share this, I'm not even sure why. But for me, it's been such an interesting seven months and being able to observe from such a completely different place than what I would have been before all this happened and I'm not talking about falling through the roof but before I was given the work of peak and my response to everything would have been far different and the way that my body would have responded would have been far different, I think, in the way that it has managed to heal and recuperate and rehabilitate. And, you know, I, d I talk about this with my students as to the moment that my foot went through the polycarbonate sheeting, there was this moment of the brain registering it and just, this is my brain right, this is not me the brain registering and going this is going to hurt and I remember that was the only thought that I had the brain had going hmm, that's a long way down, it probably wasn't even that it just knew, right so, but in that instance I recall and I think that's one thing I wanted to share about being in the state of presence all the time. I said, as my foot went through, it wasn't me falling. It was the physical vessel that was falling. And in that moment, as I started to the foot went through and I remember my body because I like I was already bending over my shoulder started going through the essence of me consciousness the person that I am didn't fall and it was in that moment that everything was just still there was no fear there was no anxiety and there was a softening and that's the only way that I can explain it there was a softening of everything because I remember as I fell normally you would try to grab hold of something grab hold of the roof or I was going to grab try to grab behind me there was none of that there was none of that 
It was just this utter stillness and just accepting the moment. And the stillness that has surround that or surrounded that and being so very present in that moment that clearly my body responded and automatically softened and everything was calm I, I just being so aware of that and as I fell there was nothing there was absolutely nothing and it wasn't like I said it wasn't me falling it was the physical vessel falling and then when I hit and I landed on my my right side on the barbecue my shoulder first and then my hips connected my my right hip and then my leg my left leg which is the one that kind of went kaboom followed down but there was no moment of like I said there was there was nothing and it's it just reflecting back on it and you know before peak before the changes that have occurred within me these recollections probably would have made me burst into tears it would have brought up anxiety or the fear and I would have replayed that and I would have had some PTSD with it and I don't have any of that and even when I replayed and very early on in the piece it was wow that was a long way that you fell like it was over three meters and you're your brain can then analyze that and go, wow, the potential for you is had you hit your head. Had you hit your head. Had you landed on your spine. Um, the outcome could have been very different because my background's also as a paramedic. And I've seen so many different accidents. So I knew what could have eventuated. And that could have been that I would have had a head injury or that I would have been spinal or I could have hit my head so hard that I could have passed away. And those were just the reality of it. But even on landing on the ground, there wasn't a panic there. There was no, it was just a stillness. This constant stillness that I always had was just the, the dominating so I've a feeling like those of you that know and understand and when you're in core or when you're your layers are completely empty that sense of presence and everything that was there that's always there and it was the thing that is just there when things happen it doesn't mean that um, I wasn't in pain afterwards because I literally shattered my tibia and my plateau just um, shattered um, and everything that was after that it doesn't mean that that wasn't difficult and it was because the physical vessel had to to heal and it had to learn how to walk again and it had to learn how to function in such a different way that I don't know how 
not that I wanted to be in a different space to be able to experience this, but experiencing this in such a different way has been such a huge learning. Not that I want to go through something like that again, but it's taught me how important this journey is for us in this lifetime and how our state of consciousness changes the way that we deal with situations and difficulties and then we talk about well you know you had this fracture and you had to go to surgery and then the nerve block didn't really take so you were in a lot of pain and they gave you drugs and all that sort of thing clearly that's suffering but I would I guess I would just maybe dispute that and go I don't know if it was suffering it was something that the physical vessel had to go through and my physical vessel responded in a way because my nerves were firing because that was pain but I didn't attach a story to it I didn't make it bigger than what it had to be and I think that is the crux of the thing that as we go through life things become so much bigger and so much greater because we have the life moments and the layers and then it becomes our story right and then it would be about um, hi I'm Anandi I fell through the roof and but I managed to survive and that would be my story that would have been something that fed me right because that's what we tend to do I had this I'm the survivor of that but that is just part of the thing that's happened to this physical vessel that it's not negating it that it happened it's not saying that where we can't express that something happened to us that's not what I'm saying I'm saying that as you walk more in the state of presence, just as a magpie over there, as you walk more in the state of presence, the things that happen to you, even though it can be a challenge, they're not necessarily seen as suffering, as something or something that is done to you, you know, or you've done to yourself. It is just a state that we have to get through or something that we have to move through and that we don't attach ourselves to the thing that happened. So for me, it's made me reflect again on, you know, this YouTube channel or this podcast um, or even where I post it on Facebook or on my website, it's made me reflect as to what I want to share on the different channels. And yes, I will always focus on Peak because Peak was the thing that changed my life. It saved my life from who I was and I was doing all the things I was doing meditation and I was doing some terrible yoga at home and doing qigong and um, learning different things you know I was doing sound therapy and um, doing group healings in, in sound group healings that people were doing all the time now and I was doing that back in you know 2013 and so all these things were given on my journey but it didn't go deep enough it didn't go deep enough and then when peak started to be given it changed my world and it changed 
the depth of who I was and my understanding of who I was and who I am. And the most wonderful thing is that I see this being replicated in my students. You know, and even if I doubted peak initially in the beginning because I didn't know, I didn't know what it was. I had no idea what it was when it was first given. I just thought I was going nuts, so, like, seriously. Um, to now just seeing that being replicated in everybody and some people's journey is a little bit quicker and some people take, you know, a little bit longer to see the changes and that is okay because it's not a race. It is not a competition. Everybody is so unique on this journey. But what I found with Peak is that it, it is this beautiful, gentle way of peeling back to show you the essence of who you are. And I don't want to equate it to the journey of awakening or spiritual growth or self-realization, all those sorts of words that we all bandy around. But we need to, otherwise, you know, people are not going to be able to find this video. I mean, that's the thing, right? But it's really our growth. It is really coming home to who we are and the understanding of self. And Peak does that so beautifully and so gently that I haven't experienced it in this way with anything else. I mean, there are so many things out there and everybody has a different path. So I'm not saying peak is the bee's knees. To me it is and to others it is, but, you know, to each their own. But peak has been given for the journey of self for the unraveling of self in a gentle way where you don't need to break yourself and you don't need to, you know, take your nervous system to the point of explosion and then you have a cathartic release and then you try to you have to repeat that over and over again. And when I reflect on my journey, I couldn't do it that way. I couldn't do it in a harsh way or trying to break myself all the time to get a breakthrough because I was already broken. I, I was filled with anxiety. My mind wouldn't switch off, even though I was doing so many other things. And my nervous system was shot when I look back now, even though with everything that I was doing. And I had body pain and my, my you know, issues with my stomach and constant fatigue and constant overwhelm and constant fear which was really my nervous system probably just being you know completely and completely out of whack to then finding or being shown and being taught this gentle way of of being and being able to shift myself so very quickly and not understanding initially what it was, to then being able to explore the next thing. And I always equate this journey of peak to the journey of martial arts. And I've done martial arts in, in the past. And people say to me, you know, why, why are there over 50 techniques? This is ridiculous. It should be 
really simple, like you should just be able to run energy or do a couple of things. But really what peak is, in the evolution of self, as we start to understand ourselves and as we open up and we become more gentle with self and we find our self-worth and we find out who we are, we need to be able to explore the physical vessel and understand energy and how we can assist this beautiful vessel that's been given to us that is so miraculous, that heals itself, that has been given to you as a gift in order for you to move through this lifetime so that you can learn and you can explore and you can understand and you can raise consciousness. And so peak was always given as a process, as a one step after another, not give you all the information, you get overwhelmed and you don't understand it. So each technique that was given allows you to go deeper within yourself. And then when you review the techniques as you go further along, you understand that the depth of a particular technique was far beyond what you were capable and able to understand when you first did it. The same as if you were doing martial arts and you go to, you know, your first karate class and you go in your trackies and, you know, like, I don't know what I'm doing and, you know, you don't even bow when you go into the dojo and you're like, I don't know, I have no idea. Wow, you look, wow, you got like a blue belt. You're pretty good at doing that. You have no idea and you start going and, you know, you start learning your first moves and how to punch and how to stand and how to block. And then you start doing your first kata, which is, you know, your patterns that you see people do. And you really have no idea what you're doing. All you're doing is when you're doing it, you're trying to remember, okay, was that block and then punch or was it punch and then block? And then I meant to turn. Is it turn that way or is it turn this way? And so peak is the same. Initially, when you first do it, you're just trying to learn the concepts and try to understand. And then you go through your layers and you calm your layers. And that's so simple and people pick that up so quickly they think that's all it is and then in the next module like module two you start understanding how to pull people into core and you do the hand crossover and um you know you do uh, there's so many techniques that start to be given already very early on in the piece for you to be able to start healing the physical your own physical vessel like peak has always been about healing self first and initially I put peak out as a modality because I was also teaching people other body work. So that's all I knew. It's like, well, maybe it's just about teaching others. But then what we found was that 90% of the people that came to learn peak was all about healing self. They wanted to heal self and they wanted to raise consciousness and go on their spiritual journey. And as I went along, then I realized like this is not about working just with others this is this is about self and that in the process of healing self you start helping others because it has to be a two-way street in a sense and so you know as you go along in in martial arts then you start getting a little bit better and you get the next colored belt and then you go a bit further and you get a bit further and then you understand that the block you were doing which initially you were just blocking wasn't just a block it was about a gentle block which then allow you to grab or a block to allow you to move through, right? So P 
Peak is doing un- exactly the same thing. It's giving you more and more tools to allow the growth and to allow the understanding of who you are. And then as your layers become more empty and they open up and you can stay in core for longer periods, that move that you learnt initially has so many different flavours to it and your understanding of it changes. And that then deepens your state of consciousness. It raises your consciousness. It deepens your state of stillness. It allows the deepening of that no breath state. And so when we do peak, it's not about holding breath. It's about automatically going to that state of stillness where the breath virtually disappears. And so much healing happens in that space. And then we learn how to breathe differently because also our, our nervous system is then completely regulated. And so what I'm finding, the more or the further along that we're going along in this journey that what other people are teaching or other people are saying in regards to nervous system and regulation and um, you know releasing, I don't like to use the word trauma, releasing those things that have held us bound and breathing more gently or breathing more slowly, peak does that automatically. It seems to be the byproduct of releasing, calming and releasing what's going on in the layers and then also working with these techniques on yourself. Like everything that you learn in, in peak, you do on yourself. Everything. Which is, it's so unique. And the thing that I love so much about the community and in the Sanu Academy is that as you learn for self, you practice on others. And then as you practice on someone else, you're able to understand how you can do more for self. And what we found that when people first start on this journey, some people are super sensitive, energy sensitive, and they feel everything. And sometimes they can become overwhelmed. And then some people don't feel a lot and then think that they're not able to do. But there's just a knowing. You just need a knowing. That's all is needed. You don't even have to have an intention. The knowing is just there. As soon as you say, I want to work there, it's there. And that's the beauty of it. But then as they work on someone else and they see the shifts in another person and they get the feedback from that person, then they're able to explore self so much more. And their their confidence rises. So then they can do for self a lot more. And so that's what I love, absolutely love seeing in, in the academy where they people work on each other and then they work on self and then they have these huge breakthroughs to go, I don't need to get myself into a state of working myself up or breathing into a certain thing or responding. All I need to do is work through the layers or do one, two, one or two of these techniques because less is more and everything changes. My body shifts, my breathing shifts, my mind just goes completely blank. And that happened literally within 10 minutes. And I didn't need to do anything else. Because it needs to be gentle. We need to be gentle on our body. Because most of us spend our whole life in a state of anxiety. You know, and so many people say, I had a great childhood. I haven't had any trauma. Well, trauma is the wrong word to use. 
we all have things. We've all had things that happen to us. You know, when I sort of first learned about the word trauma, it, it completely perplexed me because to me, trauma is what I saw as a paramedic. Trauma to me was when I went to a car accident. Trauma to me was when someone fell through the roof um, and had a severe injury. That to me was trauma. And so for me, I never identified with my stories and my background because I never saw it as what people call it. And I don't like calling it that word because I think it puts a negative connotation on it when really it's just the charge of the energetic life moments within the layers of self that causes the physical vessel to express in a certain way. And my body was expressing it like all the time because I had really bad PTSD. To then being able to release that or calm that and then allowing the physical vessel to also shift. And that's why I also, you know, I want to talk a little bit more about releasing your own your own body. Because looking back on my journey, the key things that I used was peak and also sound. And I have those sorts of things in my um, uh, in my programs as well. But I really want to start talking a lot more about releasing the body. And I'm not talking about releasing trauma out of the body. That has nothing to do with it. It doesn't matter how much energy work you do or how much breathing or whatever you do, your body may still stay in a twisted state. And what I mean by that is if you're constantly sitting at the computer or you know, constantly reclining on your on, on your recliner at, at, at home watching television or you just have bad posture or just over time your body goes, you know, you may not even realize it but you constantly could be sitting like that, right? Or your neck is like that or you're actually sitting like that. It's really hard for the body to go back into a neutral position because it always wants to be in a neutral position. And in that neutral position, it can also calm down anxiety, so for me on my journey, and I've learned for myself a lot of muscle release techniques that I do for myself and that I've done also after my surgery. And that's played a huge part in the way that I've been able to heal. And even the surgeon was a little gobsmacked as to how the scar had already healed in a matter of two weeks. And I also use particular... Um, uh, frequencies and soundtracks that I created um, and use that because I try to stay off as uh, pain meds as much as possible because they just they just completely messed with my body but I had a lot of nerve pain in my leg um, which at the hospital they tried to give me some meds and that just I said I can't have that that's just I can't cope with that is my body just doesn't like it and I created this particular um, uh, sound frequency that I literally played, uh, particularly at night it used to be really bad um, I played that frequency on a on a speaker on my leg and that was the only thing 
apart from me doing my energy work on it, but obviously you know, I was trying to get some sleep, which was sometimes really hard. Um, but I used this frequency up against my leg, and it was the only thing that was able to take that pain away. So I had that literally playing for the whole night. Um, and so a lot of those things I want to start sharing, how I release my leg, how I release the rest of my body, and the importance of that. And I think it's important for me to be able to share these things. Obviously, I'll be sharing more of those in my academy. They'll, you know, People have access to that. But having also potentially smaller courses so people go, okay, I've had a knee replacement or I've had a TPF, which is what I've had, to, to help them manage their own bodies. And I always say to my students, we need to understand and touch and understand this physical vessel. And it's not even about stretching because... For me, it's like if I'm if my body's like that, and I'm stretching, it's really hard to stretch or to strengthen. I mean, the physios would just actually just strengthen your body, and it's like no, it has to be about releasing, releasing the muscles so that they can go go from being wonky, they can go straight, and then I can stretch it or I can strengthen it instead of trying to stretch it or strengthen it here. So, I guess I guess this video is literally about. Um, the changes you're going to see on this platform and what I want to share also um, on you know my different channels and all that sort of thing but if you have any questions for me or things that you would like for me to address you know if you have particular body pain or what are the things that your body is expressing all the time do you get base of skull pain are you finding that you have problems with your vision are you having problems with your jaw you're finding that you're getting really um, tight joints uh, do you find that your body is going into overwhelm when you know the, you're trying to do the work and the energy sort of doesn't flow through you properly or it gets stuck in your base or skull there are all these sorts of things that I want to start addressing because it also helps our journey particularly if you have you know people call it Kundalini awakening other people you know, um, call it chi that's coming through the body, all those sorts of things. It's it's energy. It's the intelligence of the energy as well that's trying to flow through your body. And I want to discuss that a lot more and talk to you about my experiences and how I've managed that and how I've able to shift my life and on my journey. So it's really about you know, the awakening journey, the spiritual awakening, the moving through to enlightenment and the elements that I used and the foods, I want to talk about that as well. So many people struggle. Um, so there's, I guess, what's come out of this, there's always something good that comes out of um, any sort of issues that happen in life. So... I guess if you, you're new to this channel and you've just watched this video and you're on your journey, maybe you've just started out, and then make sure that you click subscribe and the notification bell uh, to keep up to date with what's happening in the world, in my world, and the way that I see life is probably a little bit different to what other people do. And I want to share more about the... The principles and the philosophy of peak and the understanding of the world as seen through the teachings that source gave me 
And maybe through those teachings that Source gave me, you'll be able to understand your life a little bit more and how you respond to life. And how you can shift your life. And how it's really about honoring self. Very much about honoring self. And that it's okay to give to self. And that it's actually really important on our journey to be able to do that. That it's not just about always doing for others. It's about having to do for self first. And in that, you want to then do for others. So thank you very much for watching. If you want to learn a little bit more about PIG, I'll put some video links in the description below and you can just learn about some of the fundamental principles about PIG when I talk about the layers and the life moments and all that sort of stuff. So thank you for watching and I'll see you very, very soon. Many blessings. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media and leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at Anandi Sanu and on Facebook at Anandi Sanu. Thank you again. Many blessings and I'll see you next time.